Welcome to the Franchise Hounds podcast. I'm Greg Macchia, a certified franchise consultant. Thanks for joining me as I interview franchise industry pros to dissect, explore, and discover franchise ownership. Joining me today is Patrick Brennan. Patrick is the Director of Client Services at Encompass TV. Encompass TV's dealers are in 25 states and 90 markets with over 2,900 indoor digital displays nationwide. Encompass TV is the largest owner-operator of indoor billboard network in North America. Encompass TV is disrupting the indoor digital billboard industry by providing a proven model for entrepreneurs to build a revenue-generating business in a billion-dollar industry. On the indoor billboard side, they show their dealers how to partner with local hotspots organized by neighborhoods to host a screen and then sell advertising. They connect communities by sharing local businesses' stories. On the digital marketing side, they help their dealers identify good prospects, provide webinars, and implement solutions all local business owners need to be found by customers. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion with Patrick Brennan from Encompass TV. Patrick, welcome to Franchise Sounds. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Greg. I really appreciate it. I work with a lot of candidates who are you know, interested in becoming franchise owners or entrepreneurs, and, and I love to highlight unique opportunities uh, like uh, Encompass TV because it's it's not something that people think of when they, you know, think of owning a franchise or or a, or a business. Um, concepts like this are, you know, really kind of open open their eyes to the different types of available opportunities. Um, I thought maybe a good place to start would be maybe just giving an overview of of what you guys do and your business model. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we are Encompass TV. We specialize in indoor digital billboards. We all we are a full service um, marketing company. So with you uh, buying in, uh, buying in as a territory, as an Encompass TV authorized dealer, uh, with our model, you are able to sell all of our products. But our, our really our, our niche and our main focus are those indoor digital billboards. And when I'm talking about that, um, a lot of the places that immediately come to mind are like local gyms restaurants, bars, places like that, right? Places where people spend their day-to-day lives. So what we do is we go out and we land host partners in the local community, uh, which are local businesses that allow us to place a billboard inside of their business in exchange for a lot of uh, advertising to them at no cost. And in turn, we then sell ads on those billboards. And that's essentially our revenue model and how our business works. Okay, great. So yeah, there's, there's, there's kind of two components to this, right? There's acquiring the host, where you, um, where the 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 billboards are, and, and a and a billboard is essentially a, a digital display or a screen TV, essentially. Yes, one hundred percent. It's basically just a TV that we uh, you know turn into a billboard. So nice. And then and then the the second component of this is, and you probably I guess do these in conjunction. But once you acquire a host, you then go out and. Uh, acquire or sell advertising to local businesses and that the ads will, will run, um, will run at these host sites. And, and I assume it's just some kind of loop or cycle. Is that, is that how it works? Correct. They uh, run on a 15 minute loop. Okay. And in addition to the, uh, I guess the advertising content, 
Um, what else runs, uh, does anything else run as far as informational? Like wh what's the, what's the benefit, I guess, to the host? What, how do you pitch them on the concept? Yes, that's a great question. So number one, to the benefit to the host is that they're going to get a lot of exposure, both inside and outside of their business. Um, so we allow our dealers a lot of flexibility, but what we recommend is that they give their host, um, five other locations outside of their own business where they can play their ad. So they'll be seen in the local community. And also they get an ad, a full screen ad that plays twice during that 15 minute loop. So they're seen for over a minute during that loop. Um, so they really dominate the inside of their own business, but also they're seen um, outside of that in local area businesses as well. And then when it comes to the content that you're talking about, um, the ads are of course, you know, the primary revenue model. Um, but of course people don't just want to see ads the entire time. So we do have a lot of other content. And with our whole focus being on being that local community community uh, platform to market yourself, we want to play community-based content. We want to be that bulletin board, if you will, for your local area. So this includes the local weather, local news, local sports. Everything that we do has a very uh, local focus to it. And then we also play other engaging content like fun facts, trivia, maybe some cool videos. You know, you and I are in Colorado. We show people skiing, things like that. So. Sure. Okay. And and that content, is that something that is developed in-house at Encompass? Is that... Uh... Correct. Yes. And then, um, yeah, super, super interesting and helpful. So as far as... a. I, I understand the benefits of the host now. They they get free advertising on on other, you know, at, at other locations around around the community. What is uh, and you and you mentioned some of them, but what, what's a typical host location? What's um, I assume having some sort of of captive audience waiting room type thing is is often beneficial. Definitely, and the number one thing I ask of potential dealers or even existing dealers that when they first come on board is what are some places that are in your community that you would see the most value in? What, are, what would be a local hotspot in your eyes? And a lot of times it is going to be restaurants and bars that come to mind first, but also, you know, like I said, gyms, maybe it's airports, maybe it's, um, you know, certain medical offices, like, oh, there's this doctor, this dentist everyone goes to. Those are the perfect locations, and we do not restrict our dealers at all, so they can go into any type of business that they want to. Okay. And from the host perspective, I guess they just have to provide the, the space to – to display this power and an internet connection, maybe is that is that pretty much it? You nailed it exactly. Those three components. Once, uh, what's the set? What's the setup involve? Uh, like, how long does this typical setup take at a host? Is it? I mean, a couple hours or? Yeah, usually just uh, you know it's a typical TV installation, so two hours max. It depends. You know, sometimes there's some factors involved. If there's like a brick wall versus, you know, just like a regular drywall, it takes a little bit longer because you got to add in some other components. But for the most part, it's really simple, easy, an hour, two hours. And then uh, like you're mentioning with content, I should have let off with this, but we create all the ads for our dealers as well. So we have a full scale uh, graphic design team here in our office, very talented individuals. So our dealers don't do anything except for basically just go out and meet people. And then we create all the content for them. Um, and then help them with the installations as well. They'll, they'll use an installer to install those TVs. So they don't have to do a whole lot of legwork. Okay. And then once a location is installed, I imagine as long as there's no connectivity issues, power issues, that thing pretty much is uh, you know self-sustaining, right? It just does its thing. 100%. And with our units that we use to turn the TVs into billboards, you can see what's playing on that unit at any given time and also change out the content in terms of the ads or whatever else is playing on it from, from your computer. Oh, so the the, the dealer uh, can, can see all that stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. They can run the network from their home. 
Uh, that's pretty cool. And what does, um, I guess, how many dealers do you have and what is a, what does a territory look like or how is that defined? Yeah, great question. So currently we have over 150 active dealers and we are growing pretty rapidly. Uh, just to be honest with you. So hopefully I'm telling you 200 here in a couple months, but, um, with the territories themselves, they're based on population size. So sometimes we have dealers that map out their territories based on counties or certain cities, but we don't necessarily restrict dealers to doing that as long as it fits within the population parameters. Um, and our packages start out at around 150,000 in population size and go up from there. Okay. So it's it's more driven off of um, population uh, rather than like number of potential host sites or businesses or things like that is driven off of population with, I guess, with the idea that those things follow population, right? Exactly. And we do look for business count as well um, within those territories. So whenever we are mapping out a potential territory with a prospective dealer, we do take those factors into account. It just always comes back down to population size as well. So like you said, they, they do go hand in hand. Sure. And uh, I guess what are some uh, what are some markets around the country that you're not in, but you know, you, you would be excited to be in or you think could be a good fit. So you have a decent amount of availability. Yeah. Great question. So um, we are starting to fill up the map, if you will, which is exciting, but we still have a lot of available um, territories as well. The number one market that I want us to get into because it's just such a hot market and it's growing so quickly is the Austin, Texas area. Somehow we don't have a dealer in Austin, Texas. We have one kind of on the outskirts, um, but it, it kind of blows my mind. We're in almost pretty much every other major city besides Austin. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. As far as the the advertisers, the you know the the second kind of component of this of this business, um, I guess really any local business could be a good fit. Um, if you could talk to that a little bit, and then I was going to ask, do you have any uh, as you grow, uh, do you see the possibility of having some national advertisers that, that go across your network? Yes. So to answer your second question first, um, yes, we definitely do foresee there being national advertisers uh, relatively soon. That's a major focus of ours in 2023 because um, there's some platforms that we're getting involved with. And, it, you know, it takes a little bit of time to develop that because you got to provide data and all that. But to answer your question, yes, definitely. And they are definitely interested in this uh, form of marketing. We're actually seeing a lot of positive trends in our in our uh, industry, which is the out-of-home industry, for those of you listening at home, if you want to Google and do some research, it's really, really uh, interesting, and you'll see the growth that we're experiencing. And then uh, with your first question with you know, advertisers, they're definitely those local advertisers. It could be essentially any form of business, but we have some that we see a lot more than others, and they're going to be ones that um, you're already familiar with in your local community. If you look at the bus stops, if you look at the newspaper, if you look at the outdoor billboards, it's a lot of times the insurance agents, real estate agents, attorneys. Uh, those are going to be some of the main ones, as well as like contractors, like roofers, plumbers, electricians, and then a lot of other, you know, uh, I shouldn't say random businesses, but but other categories as well that you wouldn't think of uh, as being like kind of primary advertisers. Sure. Okay. And then I guess, so let's just say, for example's sake, um, I buy a, a single territory that's 150,000 people in population. What um, are the expectations or requirements around the number of hosts I'm going to install and in turn the number of advertisers I'm going to have running on those hosts? Or do they go like hand in hand, like, you know, for every host you have, you should have X number of advertisers or how does that work? Yeah, essentially. So every dealer that we start with or every new dealer, I should say, starts off with 20 hosts. They start off with 20 units to turn you know, the TVs into billboards inside the host. And that's a good size network to start with. 
Um, and then when it comes to advertisers, you can get up to, I believe it's 44 advertisers per screen. Um, and of course, you'll have some advertisers that play on multiple screens. It depends on the size of the package and things like that that you're selling to them. Uh, but essentially, you can have about 44, 45 advertisers for every single screen that you have. What do the advertising packages run? Like, uh, I assume you guys make recommendations on here's a basic package. And, and is it based on the number of times it's run and that sort of thing? Correct. The lowest ever package, and this is the floor, would be $300 a month uh, to essentially play on 10 screens. A lot of times you're going to be selling a lot bigger packages than that. And that's just for a one 20 second ad that runs within the 15 minute loop. Um, from there, it goes, it you know, varies quite a bit in price. It depends on how many times you're playing in the loop. Do you want a 30 second full screen commercial instead of a 20 second commercial? Um, some of that content that I mentioned can all be sponsored. The weather can be sponsored, the news, the sports, things like that. So if you think about it like weather, HVAC companies love to sponsor that because it makes perfect sense with their business, right? Um, local uh, sports scores, like say you're showing the high school sports scores, people are going to be looking up at the screen talking about, oh, my niece is on that softball team in school that they're you know first in district. And at the same time, you're seeing Anytime Fitness sponsoring that content, right? So there's a lot of different ways to earn revenue with this business. So it's kind of hard for me to kind of lay it all out on this podcast. But um, you know, they fall between $300 to up to $2,500 to sometimes $3,000, $4,000 or more. Uh, per month. Very cool. And I assume they're under some sort of uh, agreement. Is there a minimum agreement? Because because of the content that you guys need to create, is it a few months or what does that look like? C- correct. Yeah. So dealers, um, we and we create all the contracts as well for dealers. So they, like I said, they don't really have to you know do a whole lot of legwork. We, we make it really easy for them. But the contracts are a six months minimum that they're going to sign their clients on for. And a lot of times we teach them how to basically get clients into year long contracts and things like that to shave a little bit off the price, you know, to, just to lock in a client longer. But uh, yes, I hope that answers the question. Yeah, no, it did. And, 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 and I hope I'm not speaking out of line here, but I believe that um, once you guys uh, kind of sign up uh, an advertiser for this initial service, there's a lot of other, um, other services you guys offer that uh, you can upsell that, that kind of make, make sense just in that local advertising world, right? You're absolutely right. Every, every one of our additional uh, products, they're all digital marketing products, fit in line with our model, with that being that we are going to be that local source of advertising. We're going to target people in their day-to-day lives. So the other um, services that we offer are website development, which is you know a need for a lot of local businesses, but also Google business profile management because every small business needs to stay active on Google. And then geofencing is another main one as well, um, because that targets people in their day-to-day lives and they see ads on their cell phones. So a lot of times when you're pitching to an advertiser, let's say we're talking to a real estate agent, you let them know, hey, we can show your face and some of the homes that you're selling on our billboards. But also people will see your face and you know your contact info on their phone ads as well. So they play really well together. Oh, that's cool. And I was looking around here, my desk is a mess, but I was looking for my calculator. So once you have this you know, your, your 44 advertisers, um, at a minimum at a bare bones minimum of 300 a month. Um, it's, that's pretty decent. That's pretty decent revenue once you get this set up, because then that's just this recurring thing that's rolling in, particularly if they're, you know, all, uh, committed to six months or more. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and, uh, it makes it really easy to grow. Because you'll know as a dealer when you're comfortable to grow, you hit a certain you know amount of advertisers, then it, it's an easy solution to, if you need more advertising space, just go out and land five more hosts and open some up. 
So sure. And how's the how have you guys found the retention rate is among the advertisers? Is it pretty high? Very high, especially for the ones that understand branding, like those main ones I was talking about, like the ones you see everywhere, real estate, insurance, so on and so forth. Some of the smaller ones, you know, sometimes maybe it's only a short run or, or it's, you know, they want to do seasonal work and things like that. But the majority of advertisers do stay on on, on multi-year contracts. And it's funny, from a from a franchising perspective, a lot of, um, you know, local franchisees are required to, you know, spend X, X amount of dollars per month on local advertising um, you know, they're required from corporate. So this could be, you know, a great fit for them because um, it's it's different. It's different enough that, you know, they would stand out with it. You're absolutely right. And it's interesting. Our newest dealer, I actually just met with him this morning, is a real estate agent uh, down in Florida. And he bought this because he said it's, you know, much more effective and much uh, more affordable for him to use him, himself as the advertising platform instead of using other people. So I think it's interesting. I wanted to ask, how is the... Um How's the competition in this space? You know, I, I was, as I was researching a little bit, you know, as a, as a guy where we all know that there's the uh, signage at the urinal in the men's room, right? And women are probably like, really? That's, that's disgusting. But it's certainly a, a captive audience, right? When you're, when you're standing there, that's not something you guys do, I, I take it? No. They, and the company that you're referring to that does it all over the place, I'm not going to mention them by name, but they, they are one of the competitors in this space. Um, and, and our model is different. We, we do not have any uh, billboards and bathrooms. I'll just say that. So they have a different you know kind of model. O- outside of that, we don't have any other direct competitors kind of in this industry in terms of you know uh, business opportunities, franchises, things like that. They're all corporate players that don't have individual uh, entrepreneurs involved. And I guess from a from a skill set point of view, what do you look for in a in a new dealer? That's a really good question. I'm glad you asked that. Number one, I, I could give you a bunch of you know just cookie cutter answers. Really, the one thing that I have seen that's been the most effective is just that people can go out and talk to people. If they're just people, people, I should say, they can go out and strike up a conversation. They will do a great job in this business. Excellent. Do you offer both, uh, I guess, semi-absentee owner-operator? What, what's kind of the, the day in the life, you know, look like for an owner? Yes. Semi-absentee is definitely, uh, you, know, you know, a great way to put it with this business. It's our dealers are on their own schedule. We have dealers that work part-time and that are doctors and do this one day a week. We have dealers that uh, do this every single day. This is their full-time job. So you have a lot of flexibility in that regard, but you can run this semi-absentee once you get the network set up. Obviously, on the front end of the business, you're going to put more time into it because you're learning, you're landing host. Once you go out and you have your network up and running, very easy to maintain. Yeah. And do most dealers, do they have any any employees or assistants or helpers or it's, it's something you can kind of do on your own for the most part? I, I would say the majority, I would say about three quarters, do this all by themselves or as a maybe a husband wife duo or maybe a couple you know business partners, friends. Um, we do have some dealers that go out and hire a salesperson though, or a couple salespeople um, as they grow. And then some that even have an admin because we have some really large networks out there of hundreds and hundreds of screens. Um, so. And is it is it home-based? Are you able to run this out of your home? Yeah, to start. 100%. And um, I guess, what is uh, what does an initial investment look like? Yeah, great question. So um, our entry-level package starts out at $35,000. And I always, um, you know, tell the other brokers I work with as well that, you know, it's good to have another five to $10,000 on hand just on the front end because, you know, you got to get your business registered. You got to go get insurance, which is all really affordable. But also on the front end, you're going to uh, purchase the TVs as a dealer. We provide the units, but they have to purchase the TVs. Um, so, you know, you get 20 TVs, it's a couple grand. So Yeah. And is that, uh, do they buy the TVs from you, you guys? No, they, they buy them locally in their market. and Yes, definitely. 
And do you, I assume you guys make recommendations on on specs and what they should be spending and that sort of thing. We do. And luckily for us, TV prices keep going down and down and down and the quality is going up and up and up. So it's worked out really well. Nice. And then when you say the unit, is that some kind of little like cable box type of thing? It's like a... Yeah, it's a Raspberry Pi unit uh, for those at home that are familiar. It's just a little computer, maybe the size of like a wallet or phone. And then um, any other, I guess, equipment or supplies like wrapped vehicle or any anything like that? No, pretty... They don't have to do that at all. We do have a couple of dealers that have done that, not through us, so they go and do it on their own. But yeah, no, nothing really. Um, you need like a keyboard. That that's about it. So on that initial investment, the the thirty five thousand, I assume that's for that would be like one territory um, and twenty and twenty hosts, right? Correct. So with that, they get one hundred fifty thousand in population, uh, twenty units, and um, ninety day grace period on fees. Yeah, and then I was going to ask what what type of um, royalty or, or, or ongoing fee is there um, for the dealers? Yeah. So we don't charge any royalties at all. So everything they sell in advertising revenue, they keep a hundred percent of um, the fees that we have though, is $75 per unit per month. And then uh, we have a $500 ad creation and support fee per month. And that's to have access to our creative team where they create unlimited ads for them. And then um, all of our dealers are also assigned a dealer consultant that they can reach out to it anytime through text, phone, email, um, that's included with that as well. And then all of our training and support as well. Well, Patrick, this is, this has been interesting. I really enjoyed learning more. Um, is is anything I didn't ask that I should have asked that, that people should know about you guys? Um, nothing really. I just highly encourage everyone to look us up, do their research, look us up on Facebook, on Google, Google, the industry. I, I love to be as transparent as possible. And I highly recommend everyone does their research into us just to, just to see if you're interested, you know, see what we're about. It's a really cool concept. I love our business model. I love the industry. And I think it's, you know, uh, worth, worth reading. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna mention, you know, we're both here in Colorado and I had the opportunity to, uh, come down to your corporate office just to kind of do a site visit. Um, I don't think it was last summer, maybe the summer before, but I was really impressed, um, you know, with the team and the technology and you guys were, uh, super nice to host me. So I, I really in, enjoyed that. And, um, you know, I, I'd certainly be happy to, to get any candidates in touch with you, but, uh, it sounds like if a listener would like to learn more, the best place maybe to start would be the web, your website. Yes. That's a great place to start. Um, but also if they, you know, would like to connect with me directly, I have no problem talking to anyone that, you know, would ever be interested. Well, Patrick, thanks again for joining us today. Uh, I've really enjoyed learning more and I'm, I'm excited to, uh, watch you guys continue to grow. I really appreciate it, Greg. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Franchise Hounds Podcast. I'm Greg Macchia, a certified franchise consultant. Thanks for joining me as I interview franchise industry pros to dissect, explore, and discover franchise ownership.